Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The word of God that calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the Gospel reading from Matthew 25, or a few moments ago. This morning we've reached the end of Jesus' string of parables about the last day and the final judgment. It's the third in his rapid-fire series of end times parables. It summarizes the other two while expanding their horizons and sharpening their focus. It deals with the moment where the accounting takes place. The sheep and goat judgment highlights the point when the bridegroom comes and finds the wise virgins ready. The master returns and praises the five and two talent servants. The only difference between this and the two preceding parables are the people involved. In the parables of the virgins and the talents, everyone involved was a Christian. Now, all nations are brought together before the judgment throne. Not just Christians, all people. At that time, all people will divide it into two groups. The righteous and the unrighteous. The sheep and the goats. The separation occurs on account of faith. The sheep have faith and the goats don't. Their faith is shown by their works. The king speaks to the sheep at his right hand. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. That statement sparks a new question. When did we? When did we do all these things? That's the question both groups eventually asked. The answer is based on the faith or lack thereof. That faith manifests itself in the good works that each Christian does out of the living, growing faith brought to life through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The confessions state, faith must be the mother and source of works that are truly good and well-pleasing to God, which God will reward in this world and in the world to come. Good works are spontaneously done because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in Christians. The sheep didn't understand that. Sure, they had done good works for people in the past. They fed the hungry. They gave water to the thirsty. They welcomed strangers. They clothed the naked. They visited the sick and imprisoned. But the king's words came as a shock because he lists himself as the recipient of all these works. The king says, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. As the writer of Hebrews says, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. We're not to show partiality because God would have us treat everyone equally. Anything done to the least of the brothers of the Lord, anyone who has flesh is counted as having been done to Jesus himself. These works are accounted to Christians as righteous deeds because of the living faith in Jesus, their Savior. Faith by itself if it does not have works, is dead. The goats on the left have two subgroups in them. Christians who refuse to do good works and non-Christians who don't believe in Jesus in the first place. The non-Christians, we understand why they're there. They don't acknowledge Jesus as Lord. There are Christians in this world who are Christian in name only. Some prefer the label non-practicing. 
They want to keep their names associated with the church, but they don't want anything else to do with it. Church events come, and they're nowhere to be seen. They want the appearance of being involved, but they want to remain silent partners. What happens after a while? After a while with no good spiritual stimuli to interact with, even a very strong faith begins to wither and eventually die of starvation. Then also there may be hypocrites sitting in the pew. Christians who are extremely active in the congregation, but don't want to do anything outside of a church function. Don't want to do anything while no one is looking. They pass by a homeless man on the street and say, oh, I can't help him. He's dirty and he'll just spend it on booze anyway. They'll turn people down looking for a job because of something about them. Their ethnicity, their accent, their clothing, you name it. These same people end up on the left with the rest of the goats and have the same question as a sheep. When did we? When did we not do all these things? Jesus goes through the list of things they haven't done, and they want to start bringing up all the many activities they were involved in, the money they donated to church and charities, all the gifts and things they put and shoved into the donation boxes. Jesus turns to them and says, You didn't do what I prepared for you to do. You did what you wanted to do instead of what I called you to do. You were uncomfortable with the opportunities for service that I presented to you. Now you'll be uncomfortable for the rest of eternity. An old spiritual summarizes the sheep and goat judgment. They'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Faith is not just head knowledge. It's not just memorizing the answers to certain questions. It's formed and expressed by acts of love toward everyone we meet in life. Jesus showed this in his own life. He not only reached out to fellow Jews, but he also helped those who were outside the Jewish nation who had faith in him as the Messiah. The Samaritan woman at the well. Jairus, the Roman centurion. The Syrophoenician woman with the sick daughter who understood that even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the children's table. They'll know we are Christians by our love. Our love expressed to all people at all times, just as Jesus himself calls us to do. Doing so, we'll find ourselves on the right with the rest of the sheep being told by our Lord, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.